So I think the future is up to the innovators on how they actually craft roadmaps versus starting points. I think one of the takeaways is start, go, get going, right? Your competition's not waiting. Technology is transforming how we think, how we lead, and how we win. From InterVision, this is Status Go, the show helping IT leaders move beyond the status quo, master their craft, and propel their IT vision. Welcome to Status Go. This episode marks a couple of milestones for us here at Status Go. It is the first episode of our fourth year. Thank you to all of you who listen and help us make that happen. It's also the first episode of 2022. That seems incredible. As you know, Status Go is dedicated to helping you break out of the status quo and excel in your career as a technology leader. If 2020 and 2021 have taught us nothing else, they have taught us the handling change is a significant part of the role of a leader, especially in the technology space. As we all step into 2022, we will once again be faced with change. How we embrace that change will determine a lot about our success in the new year. We need to embrace change ourselves, and we need to help our teams embrace change. It is my distinct honor to introduce you to our guest for this episode. Jonathan Lerner is the CEO and president of InterVision. Jonathan took the helm of our organization just a couple of short months ago. For him, embracing change is at center stage, not only for himself personally, but also for the InterVision organization. Welcome to the show, Jonathan, and welcome to InterVision. Thank you, Jeff, and congratulations on four years of your podcast. That's quite a milestone. I also want to congratulate you on your second Amplify book. Oh, thank I'm you. Sure it's, I saw some uh, reviews on Amazon, and I just uh, downloaded the uh, book to my uh, Kindle. My, I still have an old Kindle, so <laughs> I can't wait to read it on Amplify Your Job Search and the strategies for finding your dream job, because I think I found mine. So well, good, good. That, that's you. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear your hear your thoughts on the book when you've had a chance to uh, read it. Maybe that'll be your holiday reading over the next sure. couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, Jonathan, to kind of kick things off today, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners. I know you've been going around the various offices of InterVision, introducing yourself to the employees, uh, helping them get to know you a bit. Would love for our audience to hear a bit about your background and what brings you to InterVision. Sure. No, it's a thank you for the opportunity to kind of introduce the folks I haven't met and equally as important uh, to meet uh, over the airwaves, our customers and prospects too. Uh, you know, I'm in my 70, well, it'll be 90 days by the time I, uh, I speak to everybody. And, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity for me to work with an inspiring group of people, first of all. That's what kind of got me here. My background, for the last 25 years, I've, uh, I've been uh, maniacally focused around customer and customer engagement. I've had the good fortune to work with some great mentors and some great software companies and service companies at the the height of their performance. So I've I've come from uh, several three-letter acronym companies, PTC, SAP, on the OEM side. 
and have worked with some inspirational leaders that ha have been equally maniacally focused on customer. I think that's the common thread across many of my, uh, my stops along the journey. Mm -hmm. um, but the last stop was I was president of a company, a digital transformation company inside of a large public company called T-Tech. And we grew the company rapidly. We actually seized that opportunity around digital transformation, that big buzzword, what is it? Well, mm -hmm. um, it's a passion for our people. And that was the thread that brought me here to InterVision was first the people, incredibly smart, dedicated people that are equally focused on customer and very innovative in how we transform our customer organizations. Secondly, we've got um, all the strengths of a cloud-first organization. And that's a part of the pivot that we're, I'll call it the and versus the or, our, our ability to drive choice with our customers and our certifications and credibility around the, the leaders in, in the hyperscaler side of our business. Uh, we're, we're a premier AWS partner. We're a Microsoft Gold partner. So there's some strong advantages to the suite of services that we've developed to be an orchestrator of process across great OEM partners. And I think that ultimately sums up, you know, the journey here to InterVision is I think it's their time. It's our time. It used to be that CIOs and leaders of technology were craft with executing on strategy. And I think the opportunity today for solutions and technology leaders is much different. It's, it's really partnering with uh, inspirational, innovative partners like InterVision to help craft strategy. And that's a very different dynamic today. I think it's one that's often kind of passed right on by. We've evolved from being a VAR, a value-added reseller in the, in the early days, 25 years ago, to really being an advisor around this concept of digital transformation and cloud. Yeah. So anyway, that's a that's a lot, but um, you know, I'm, I'm inspired by the people, first of all, uh, definitely our customers and the opportunities to help guide them. In fact, Sherpa is an operative word I heard in the first couple of days here. And that's, that kind of sets the tale, right? It's, uh, it's not just a guide. It's, it's really, you know, there's pitfalls. You fall off a mountain, you're done. Mm -hmm. And Sherpaing is, is kind of that operative word of who we are and what we do. That's what kind of brought me here. I love that. And a couple of things that you said really jumped out at me. The first one being maniacally focused on the customer. That is such a fundamental piece of what we've all come to, to know as digital transformation, yeah. right? Is for companies to be focused first on their customers. And the other piece of that that I really liked is partnering with our customers to help them craft the strategy. Yeah and then execute the strategy. Uh, I think that's a shifting role for many of the IT leaders and some of it brought about by the pandemic. Some of it just companies are waking up to the fact that uh, we all need to be digital companies as, as we go forward. Jonathan, as you look at this change mm -hmm. in your own personal life, you've had to embrace this change and taking this, this new step in your career how did how did you work through that in your own thinking process and then prepping to uh, step into InterVision on day one? 
Yeah, you know, a lot of soul searching, uh, Jeff. You know, I, I've been working up to this moment to actually take the helm of an organization. And it was just, um, you know, it was a timing thing. I step into some big shoes. Um, Aaron Stone, one of the founders, uh, the companies that formed InterVision, did tremendous things to help bring an engineering focus, a product, a solution focus to our business. Mm-hmm. And I think what what I had to wrap my my mind around was this concept, and it, it was really encouraging of strength to strength. The company is at that moment where scale, how do we bring best practice? How do we seize on the opportunity of our customer dynamic? How do we address the experience economy? These are all things that our customers are going through, right? And um, I think my background in um, driving meaningful interactions, not just transactions with customers mm-hmm. and with building those programs, employees for life, customers for life, citizens for life. We're right at that, that transformational time for our company. And to be able to step in and bring that um, experience of scaling a business to that next level of growth was so inspiring and such a great opportunity for me. I think it was it was you know it was part of uh, my time to step in, mm-hmm. you know, with a great team. I've been able to scale businesses like this a couple of times in my past, and bring some of that best practice, some of that leadership principle, and really engage with customers in a very very meaningful way. Um, and you said it right to help craft strategy and not mm-hmm. just execute on known uh, gaps in product or you know, dropping in segments of a journey. Uh, That's, I I think that's what will define our relationship with our customers going forward. And I think we had all of the elements of that. We had, you know, four centers of excellence that when you, again, this this vision of this golden thread of crafting um, outcomes across experience uh, and how do you actually use orchestration to bind these different components in a technical and functional roadmap. That's what I think IT leaders are wrestling with today. Um, You know, I think in your lead in, I read some of the, I saw some of the earlier podcasts, you know, oftentimes leaders are struggling with their seat at the table, Mm -hmm. right? And as we know, Jeff, that's, that dynamic is very much has shifted. And that, that was the, the thinking of what strength can I bring to this opportunity at this very, very important time. Uh, for the next wave of growth of InterVision. Well, and I think that's great for our listeners to understand as well, because they may be in a similar situation in their own leadership journey, yeah. whether whether they're stepping into a new role or their company is undergoing this change and being able to take stock of your own strengths uh, and how they align with the business's strengths and see where you can bring value. That's a great approach for uh, anybody, whether they're stepping into a CEO role or they're a CIO or a CTO. When, when you think about taking that change mentality that you bring, how do you uh, spread that throughout the organization? How do you awaken the organization to embrace that change? Yeah. Well, that, that's the dynamic of, you know, what, what secret sauce are you sprinkling on a very well-run organization already? Mm-hmm. And you talk about a change mindset or how do, you, how do you actually not only handle but embrace change? Well, I think part of it is looking outside in, 
starting with the customer. We talked about maniacal customer focus. The customers are dealing with, um, frankly, moving, you know, Dan Heath calls it upstream, right? They're, they're mm-hmm. talking about, here's what we used to do. We used to provide infrastructure and, and we used to provide the, 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 the beginnings of platform as that evolved from an infrastructure on-prem to infrastructure as a service and platform as a service. IT was really looked at as the driver of executing the technical side of the strategy. Mm-hmm. Well, when we think about upstream and we think about business outcomes and you layer on the CIO challenge of, well, how do I move to, to, to really assembling services and decomposing process and the added element of software as a service in the cloud reality, now you're, you're kind of uniting what, what was around building technology platforms to enabling business process that drives competitive differentiation. Mm-hmm. I'll say, let, Jeff, let me say that again, because that's the key, right? Driving competitive differentiation around strategy. So the dynamic of IT within the organization and of our team and the needs for what we deliver, what we can offer to our customers and our prospects is first, we have to understand their strategy as well as they do. It's a very different dynamic, right? That means moving from really good feature function sellers, right? Identified need, what do I need? Well, here are my options around that need to truly embracing I understand your strategy and how IT can serve your business strategy, right? That's, that's an evolving dynamic that's about outcome selling and what value we can bring from our 25 years of industry expertise around some key industries in the regulated industry space and in the public sector primarily. So we start with that outside in approach, right? Know your customer's strategy and help IT, we call, you know, we call it a, a, an and one. So here's what I do know about you. What can I bring as insight on top of that? Right? If we do that, we're stimulating good conversation. We're actually, I think, we're, we're big P and partner. We're stepping up mm-hmm. to really uh, help craft IT's value in the new organization at the new table of influencers and buyers you know, the personas that we talk about, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I like how you phrase that with the driving uh, competitive differentiation around yeah. strategy. Yeah. Because I, I think that really underscores uh, IT's relevance in, in the new world. And I know you and I talked a little bit about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. How does InterVision help our clients then take that, and understand their relevance in this new world and help them drive their businesses forward. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's kind of the key question I ask my teams every day. What, what specifically are you doing to bridge two things? Qualified and quantified reasons for change. Think about that as a driver for it, right? It's not, you know, I have an expiring piece of hardware for my premise based data center. We all know Gartner, Gartner's come out and said uh, 80% of enterprises will close their traditional premise data centers by 2025. That's a compelling event to have conversations around what is the pain of same 
Yeah. And how is that driving us to address the risk of change? That's the, the, the fundamental element of what can we bring to the conversation for mm-hmm. IT leaders. But that's that's beyond IT leaders, right? That's today, that buyer's table I just mentioned, right? That's mm-hmm. chock full of casual influencers. Line of business, uh, of course, IT's at the table driving IT strategy, but you've got you've got many more influencers brought to the game. Yeah, you know, Gartner. It was corporate executive board used to come out with a a metric. It started in I think 2017. There were an average of six influencers for any six figure or seven figure investment in technology. They run that every year. We're up to over a dozen. So we've doubled the number of influencers on any technology decision. Well, what do you, why, right? The shift in budgets, the move to business, the imperatives to address business strategy. So the CFOs engaged, the chief security and risk officer in larger organizations, definitely the CIO, the CEO, you know, product and product house or the chief product, they're all having to collaborate. What we do know is consensus is virtually impossible. (laughs) So we have to help build that case for change. And to your question, Jeff, that's where I think we're we're really focused on our efforts on helping that process, especially for IT leaders. How do we build that case that the pain of same is worse than the risk of change? Yeah, yeah. I, I love that pain pain of same. I'm jotting down uh, some of the things that you've said today, Jonathan. I'm coming up with some great quotes. I'm going <laughs> to have to steal some of these. I, I really like how you're visualizing this for our, our listeners. Sure. I want to shift just a, a little bit here. This is the first episode of Status Go for 2022. And uh, we would be remiss if we didn't look to the future a bit. Yeah. And as I said in the intro, I think our future is full of change, but Talk to me about what changes you see coming in the IT space for our listeners, our clients, our prospects. Yeah, well, wow. This is my Oracle uh, bring out the crystal ball moment. That's exactly right. Yes, (laughs) Polish it up, gaze into it, and tell us what you think. Let me go back to that previous theme because there's risk in change. And the winners are going to be the ones that simplify that journey of change. Mm Mm-hmm. It'll also, from the customer side, be those that can innovate on top of shift from premise to cloud, Mm -hmm. right? How do we drive more innovation for every IT dollar spent or invested, I should say? So I think the future is up to the innovators on how they actually craft roadmaps versus starting points. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody knows, um, I think one of the takeaways is start, go, get going. Right, your competition's not waiting. The innovation's happening. I would say you got to think about what we've done to craft. How do we go to market in our COEs? Right, you've got to solve for what's the cloud uh, journey look like. How are you addressing internal and external communications and collaboration? Have you secured your infrastructure? What about resiliency and security? These are sort of table stakes. So mm-hmm. the future is consistent around that. I'd say you're gonna see a continued focus on doing more with fewer, right? So so the honor of working with customers as a partner in light of what we're seeing as shedding vendors, 
Mm -hmm. And I think that collaboration with customers is going to be paramount for the relationships that are invested in going forward. Yeah. I talked about that alignment of infrastructure platform and SaaS, and you're going to see that accelerate. And the big, you know, I'm talking with not only our, our, our suppliers, but also our customers around where their preference around buying motion is going. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing this kind of convergence with hyperscalers, the AWS of the world, really delving deep into applications and features now on top of infrastructure and cloud, right? So you're seeing this convergence, and I think that that will accelerate in the future. I mm -hmm. talked with one of the big SaaS providers in the CRM space, not to mention, not to be mentioned, uh, but they're worried about AWS and Microsoft disrupting their markets because, you know, it's easier for CFOs to wrap their spend around, let me do more with fewer. Let me try to transact with fewer partners. Mm -hmm. So there's this dynamic of who's advising me and what are they providing? Now, as the orchestrator of that journey, we feel very comfortable, especially in our up, you know, in, in that SMB, upper SMB, that mid-market focus, our sweet spot for our clients. And in those industries where we pick uh, regulated industry, the healthcare vertical, the financial services vertical, what we do with public sector, with state and local, mm -hmm. and some of our quals and the experiences we're driving there around patient experience and citizen experience. So, so we're very focused. And I think the future holds a lot of merit for very focused niche plays, especially in our marketplace, right? Days of smaller VARs trying to just shotgun out look look at the market and consolidation right that's yeah. happening as well we feel very good because we're very focused and we provide that value add that i think some of the larger that are focused on enterprise are kind of all jumbled in that big space they're chasing um you know the fortune 500. we, we have the advantage of a very dedicated 1200 customer base mm -hmm. and a very robust innovative mid-market i think that's so I think that, that the future holds a very favorable role for those mid-market players because they can leapfrog the large who are having to deal with, you know, expensing and taking those assets off the balance sheet. And how are they going to, I think mid-market can actually embrace change quicker. And we're seeing that. We're seeing um, many of those mid-market uh, industry players embracing roadmaps versus a play in technology. And this is not, you know, this is, we're reading the tea leaves very carefully. We're following Gartner and Forrester on what the trends are for the industry, but we're also listening to our customers and our, our, our OEMs. Um, right. And we're, we're very close in the, in the network there. And I think that that's, um, that's a continued trend for the future as well. I like how you paint that picture, Jonathan, because that's so important for IT leaders, technology leaders to be able to begin with the end in mind. I know that's somewhat of a cliche, right? But it's having a, a picture of what the future looks like so that you can take the steps you need to take today. You know, roadmaps, as you say, versus starting points. Starting points, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind yeah. of linked together, right, Jeff? Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. um, we, I think we serve our customers best when we actually engage that way. And we're yeah. talking about multi-phase or multi-journey roadmaps. Um, but it's all about trust, right? You only have yeah. so many cycles that you want to invest with partners around building strategy. 
Yeah. I think the future uh, bodes well for those that engage that way. What I found interesting in this part of our conversation, and then uh, again, referring back to our our prep call yesterday, (laughs) is one of the things that we've always said is we wish our business partners, our, our end users would bring us the problem, not the solution. And, and I think that was part of your message of that's where InterVision is too. We'd like our customers to partner with us and bring us the problem and together help them strategize around the solution. Did I understand that properly? Yeah, I think our job's even to, to kind of predate the problem identification with the opportunity identification Mm-hmm. And to bring the insight of what we do in those industries and those similar players and what what can we add one to that equation? How do yeah, we yeah. how do we challenge the thinking of what's possible and how do we actually try to bring together the elements that have to be in place to execute the the solutions clearly, but the services and the managed services. Going back to your earlier question around what does the future hold, you know, how do we simplify how customers digest those solutions? Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll see this year we're we're introducing technology bundles in the way that's so appealing to cloud buyers today. Complete scalability, right? And elasticity around all the illities around, you know, how do I buy, own, and run based on my seasonality or how I flex and own. So we're we're innovating with um, offers that make it easier, that simplify that digesting change right mm-hmm. it's all about you know, how do we map to the most desirable way to build own and run those solutions um, and we do it you know only we are in the position to kind of craft that again that that thread across those solutions that include the right elements of the platform but also uh, we bring some IP to the to the picture that helps that orchestration mm-hmm. layer And then we bring the right services and the right managing of the application through its lifetime. So, you know, part of it is as a service, right? How do we, for instance, take a look at ransomware protection as a service to name one? Mm -hmm. How do we make that an easy element to own and operate inside of your organization with world-class, best-in-class OEMs and choice? How do you want to run it? You want to run it? in your data center? Do you want to run it in our cloud? Do you want to run it on a hybrid or on a public cloud? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, again, choice is an operative word around where we've come from. Being a 25-year-old company, our superpower is we've done that. We, we're, not a, we're not a born in the cloud, you know, here's what we think you should do. We yeah. can manage that, that, we can Sherpa that tightrope of where you are where you want to go and the roadmap to get you to where you ultimately need to be. Cause that's, you know, you got to have a little patina. You got to have a little, yeah. a little uh, good and bad experiences, frankly. And we bring those to bear. I think that's, that's an important element of what makes us a bit unique. Yeah. It's that intersection that you talk a lot about the, the intersection of the orchestration and the solutions and uh, bringing those to bear on uh, customer strategy. And I think that's that's a great 
segue or a great way to wrap up our conversation today, Jonathan. As you know, status go, we're we're all about action. Sure. And we like to have a solid call to action for our listeners. So yeah. when you think about embracing change, both personally as a leader and extending that to your team, what are one or two things our listeners should go out and do tomorrow because they listened to our conversation today? You know, I, I benefit every time from hearing stories from my customers. Um, and I'll quote one of our customers um, that, that said a couple of weeks ago, I was visiting with them and, and they said, uh, don't wait, All right? This is, it's a crawl, walk, run journey, but it starts when you choose or it starts as a catch up because your competition did it first. Mm-hmm. So don't wait, find a champion for change inside of your organization. And then, you know, do a lot of listening around it and figure out what you bring to that. Where's your end one that you're bringing to that conversation? Yeah. Uh, but don't wait, uh, because I think that, look, whether it's, it's technology curves or the pace of innovation, things are happening faster every quarter, every month. And, you know, I think that carpe diem sees the day kind of thing. I saw a commercial too, Fortune Favors the Bold, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Was it Matt Damon? I think he's doing a commercial. But uh, yeah, uh, I think so. I think, so. I, think you know, I really think that that's the early bird. Or that, that's that's the the impetus for for change. Go, go ahead and go ahead and start. There's definitely yeah. a journey in mind, but uh, whether it's a line of business leader or an IT leader, uh, embrace that passion for innovation and yeah. see what we can do together. That's a, a takeaway. And then, um, you know, I, I would say that uh, there, there's nothing that will replace uh, like we are, right? Focused on measurable outcomes, mm-hmm. right? Don't skip, there's another customer quote, don't skip the business case. The business case for change and, and the pain of same, there's a huge quantifiable benefit in addition to the qualified benefit of this is what future looks like. Mm-hmm. So whether it's with us, um, we'll hope it is, but, but I think that that concept of, you know, dotting your I's and crossing your T's around change. Yeah. Once you quantify the pain of same, the, the benefits for the risk, uh, and it's up to you to choose the right partners, but the benefits of that, uh, of addressing that pain of same are so tremendous you know they're 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 so slap your face like duh moment when you're looking at what's the value of uh of trying to simplify process or trying to accelerate innovation um or to deliver better experiences for your customers and for your employees you know one thing we didn't cover is the the challenge of retaining and developing talent yeah it's a real it's a real battle today and you have to you know, you have to inspire your people. And one of the best ways to do that is with innovation and the type of change that we're talking about to embrace that change. Um, very few folks want to invest their careers on, you know, last decade's technology, as yeah. we know. Right? That's right. So, um, serving our people, addressing the realities of um, driving meaning, meaningful interactions, not just transactions with your people. And giving the organization a big virtual hug and just just pulling them in, I think, um, in this time of, look, you know, pandemics and, and new outbreaks, I think you got to really keep your people close and yeah. 
wow, that's there, there's three right there on, on, yeah, uh, yeah. on uh, takeaways. I love that. Don't wait. Don't skip the business case yep. uh, and keep your people close. I think those are all actionable steps our listeners can take. And, and maybe as you were talking about the attracting and retaining talent, uh, yeah. maybe we can impose on you in another few months and talk about that again on the podcast and just focus that episode. Because one of the things that I've noticed Jonathan, as you've stepped in, is on the the all company emails about uh, so and so had a baby or so and so got promoted. You chime in on each and every one of those, and I think that is so important for a leader to show they care about their people. And uh, I I admire that step that you take, yeah. Because I know how busy you have got to be, but to take that time out to do that, I think is is very very cool. One of our one of our key partners, Jeff, uh, Amazon talks about authenticity uh, mm-hmm. in everybody, every rank and file through leadership. Um, you know, uh, clearly, I bring a passion and an energy to what I do and how our team helps support coaching and leadership. Uh, but I, you know, I, I believe strongly in engaging people authentically. You know, I think I think that's if you look at our team and you look at what part of our secret sauce is mm-hmm. uh, and part of what I hear echoed. I've met 50 customers in my first 100 days. And the common theme is the talent and the commitment and the authenticity and the the deep credibility our team brings. And in a service business like we are, mm-hmm. that you make or break is your people and that yep. engagement, interaction. So I'd be thrilled to talk about examples and highlight a few of these incredible folks and what they're doing to earn that customer trust. Well, we will definitely get on your calendar for a for a future conversation, Jonathan. Cool. I want to thank you for taking the time to sit down and talk with us today. I know, you know, you're you're 75, 90 days in. You, you still got to be drinking from that fire hose and to carve out a couple of hours to chat with us, I know is incredibly valuable. So thank you so much for taking that time to talk to us. It's my honor. It's my pleasure, Jeff. Thank you. To our listeners, if you have a question or want to learn more, visit intervision.com. The show notes will provide links and contact information. This is Jeff Tun for Jonathan Lerner. Thank you very much for listening. You've been listening to the Status Go podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or get more information at intervision.com. If you'd like to contribute to the conversation, find Intervision on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter. Thank you for listening. Until next time.